On this episode of the AIE podcast, we have a mod pack. Hallow's End is changing. Ray expansion news from Sotor. News from our intrepid reporter. Tav is here to talk about talk to us about AIE and Wildstar. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 243 of the podcast celebrating the Aliyah Ioct Est gaming community. This is Tetsemi, and with me as always is Makala. Hey guys, I uh, made some coffee cake. It's in the guild kitchen. Aludra is still recovering from her long birthday celebration and will not be joining us today. However, this week we are joined by special guest Kev, who's here to talk to us about AIE in Wildstar. Yay! Welcome, Kev. Thank you. I feel like this is deja vu. We've done this before. We we have. We have, and we're relaunching it, and uh, let's do yeah. it again. <laughs> yep. Everything old is new again. No, wait. Um, <laughs> so, okay, Kev, yes. what have... Yeah, I wish. So, what have you been up to in or out of game, Kev? Um, a lot. Uh, so, I was... The assistant director, I guess is the best way to put it, for the biggest uh, Wildstar fan site, wildstar-core.com. The director decided to step down, so we actually decided to close the website. And Uh there was a huge outcry from the community, so we reopened it with a bunch of content creators from different podcasts and different people. Uh, You know, free-to-play is a big time for people to come in. Uh, and create new content. So we reopened it under myself. So um, I've been doing that. Um, I'm working on a redesign for the new, or for the website. So that's Mm -hmm. almost done. Um, And other than that, just actually taking a little more time and playing the game itself because I didn't get to do that nearly enough. So I've kind of stepped back from doing more news. And I actually just found out about four or five hours ago my brother is moving back to Indiana from Maui. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Yep. So uh, he spent eight months down there. My parents live down there, and um, he just missed his friends too much and missed the, you know, he, he said there's there's too much ocean. So he is oh, on wow. his way back. So, but, yeah, that's what uh, that's what I've been doing lately. Great. And McCullough, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, as we're in the between expansion doldrums, not too much in game. Um, ditched raid the other night to go to the theater. I've uh, not been doing all that much in game. Out of game, working a lot. We did our uh, fourth ed game the other day or yesterday uh, that was ran by an AIE, AIE member Dan Kenya. She decided to take a shot at uh, DMing and we did the uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World campaign. So we all got to fight individual exes and that was a lot of fun. Uh, which meant I got to cuss a lot because that character curses a lot and you know pretty much hates everybody. So <laughs> uh, that's a 
about it. Um, Geek-wise, been reading a lot lately, working, cooking everything. So, Tut, what have you been doing in and out of game? Leveling all the things, apparently. Uh, I did join into Wildstar, and I think, have you actually got me into the guild. Um, I have a level... I want to say he's level 11 uh, warrior on the exile side, and it's very fun to play. Um, the only frustration I have right now with the game is its combat is action-oriented, and you're supposed to react to enemies putting stuff on the ground and and avoid that. And with as laggy as the launch was, that was tough. I mean, thankfully, you know, introductory area, it's not a raid, so you could get hit by it and, and survive. It was just you could tell you weren't getting the full experience because you weren't seeing all the reactionary um, combat things going on. But so far, it's it's very fun. And yes, I did make him a tank, of course, because that's of course. What, what I do. That tanks. Uh, I, I do. I tank things. In uh, WoW, I'm still working on the 11 by 11 project. I got my ninth character to 100. Now, again, I'm not making these read-ready. I'm not working on the legendary, heaven forbid. I got oh, my I legendary know. on... No, I got my legendary on Tet, and that's mm -hmm. it. I'm, I'm not going back into LFR, this expansion, if I can help it. Um, you know, I'm just getting them to level 11, or level 11, level 11, 100. Wow. I know. Um, getting the level 3 garrison, setting up all the, the shipyards, opening up Tanan. Um, and that's about it, just running running missions and things on them. Um, as I get time, I'm not obsessive about logging every day and doing all the garrison stuff and doing all the Tanan stuff, because that would basically be a full-time job. So... They're just there in case I want to, oh, I want to try the mage today or I want to try, you know, something today. So mm -hmm. um, I still have my um, druid and my warlock sitting at 60. So they're just going into Outland in the BC expansion. Start working on that warlock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I want to get them both to 100 because I'm anxious to see the changes going forward once we get into Legion. But with BlizzCon less than a month away, no beta in sight, I don't think it's going to launch anytime soon, so I'm not too worried about um, getting them to max level yet. So, But that's that's what I've been up to in-game and out-of-game, just working, working, and dealing with computer issues. But thankfully, we <laughs> seem to have that all solved. Cross your right. fingers. So that's what I've been up to, and we will be talking to Cav shortly. But first, let's cover this week's AIE News. AIE News. Just a reminder, AIE has our own Minecraft server and mod pack. You can find the mod, mod pack on Curse, and there's more information on the server in the Imperial Ludi section of the forums. And did you enjoy our last episode about D&D? Do you want to play and not sure how to go about it? Well, Razzie, one of our great guests, wants to start up a campaign using the Roll D20, Roll D20 as a hosting site based on a setting of his own creation. Message him or reply to the post, post in the tabletop part of the Imperial Ludi section of the forums. Use the forums. <laughs> and in World of Warcraft, we hope you have a wonderful brew fest. 
The next holiday event up is Hallow's End, which starts on the 18th of October and goes through November 1st. They have streamlined the event. Gone are the days of hourly trick-or-treating for a chance at a rare mask or uh, vanity item. Instead, there's a new vendor and daily system similar to Noble Garden. There's a new pet, the feline familiar, and old favorites like the Sinister Squashling are now purchasable with Tricky Treats. And there's a creepy crate also available from a short quest line and the little wickerman available from the vendors, which functions as a campfire. All this information is available on Wowhead and our forums. The Day of the Dead follows Hollow's End, and it runs from November 1st to November 3rd. And uh, skipping back to October, we also get the Lich King version of the Time Walking Dungeons. We just finished up, or are just... Yeah, we just finished up last week the BC Time Walking Dungeons, and we get the Lich King Time Walking Dungeons on October 21st to October 27th. Get your old group together and relive the funner experience or experience it for the first time. And speaking of add-ons, which I know uh, we'll get into with Wildstar a little bit because I, I know there's some required or quote-unquote required add-ons for Wildstar that I haven't picked up yet. I'm still using the... Uh, base UI, but if you are a fan of Arc Inventory in World of Warcraft, um, I use Arc Inventory rules to put stuff in specific locations on the inventory screen. Um, you can collect transmog sets from the salvage yard and also buy transmog sets from the war mill. And to keep those from getting lost in my general inventory, I've made two rules for Arc Inventory that will allow you to choose a location for that rule and the items will show up there. That way you don't accidentally vendor it going, oh, it's just another you know item that showed up. Um, it is fa faction agnostic, so it will work for both Horde and Alliance. And there's one rule for each um, type, one for the Salvage Yard, one for the War Mill slash Dwarven Bunker. And you just have to put it on your character once, and as long as you share your arc inventory rules between all characters, it will work. Yay! And there's a um, forum post up in the show notes to link to the rule. And if you have any questions, feel free to hit me on the forum or hit me in game and ask me questions. Or Twitter, or... Or Twitter, yep. Or are just you... throw something next to you. Oh, that's me. Never mind. Yes. And are you frustrated with random LFRs? Are you looking for something to do, fun to do in-game, and you want to get your role-playing on? Remember, the AIE forums are fully functional and a great place to read and share information with the rest of the guild. And for some reason, I have no idea when I wrote the show notes why I kept bringing up the forums. I apologize for the forum spam, guys. Uh, all right, so sure. Um, as Knights of the Fallen... Um, Empire quickly approaches. Information is flowing forth like blue milk. Thank you very much, Max, for that analogy. Um, just a heads up, companion Max affection achievements are going to be removed. So if you've not completed those yet, do it while you can. There will also be changes to crafting, including two new endgame purple mats, conquest mats, which can only be acquired with completing personal conquests, goals, and operation mats can only be acquired by killing bosses in operation. As always, there's a ton of information on our forums. Guys, I didn't do this on purpose, I promise. Also, to keep abreast of the most recent info for SOTOR, make sure you subscribe to the Escape Podcast. On episode 111, Seema, Max, and Astromech 
EPC 111 discuss expansion news, UI updates, the most recent development blog, developers blog, and, li and live stream. They record Mondays around 10.30 Central Time at twitch.tv slash newworldoverlords. Just new overlords, isn't it? New overlords. Why, why do I do world in there? Sorry about that. Also, if you... Um, got dropped from the Star Wars Guild and I want to come back uh, for the expansion, just like with pretty much every other of our organization or games, jump into the AIE LFO channel and we'll add you back as long as you've been registered with the char that character in Umami. And speaking of returning, if you're interested in returning or joining Guild Wars 2 since the core game's gone free to play, in September, Ranyan put up an amazing guide on the forums for new and old players. Um, and again, that'll be linked in the show notes. All right. And I have to thank Sybil for this. This is, um, we had an intrepid reporter go out there to get the uh, Star Trek Online news for us, and she got some great information. So, um, from the Romulan. Republic News Service affiliate of the United Federation of Planets Galactic News Network. This is RRF Fleet Admiral Sybil reporting. All right. Well, um, Star Trek Online's Design Your Ship crowdsource project nears its final phase as the Epsilon and Omega Starship designs are the close winners. We're awaiting the next phase as the new week approaches. Since the release of the new Federation Tier 6 Hestia-class Escort and Tier 6 Prometheus-class uh, refit released two weeks ago, several new ships were released last week. The new and awesome Federation Tier 6 Enhanced Yatmo-class Dreadnought, along with the newly revamped T6 Galaxy-class and T6 Monarch-class cruisers, all are based on classical, highly successful Federation designs. The new and equally awesome Romulan T6 Kara-class Dreadnought, along with highly upgraded T6 Hapex Fleet Advanced Warbird. Both are based on the merger of several battle-proven warbird, warbird architectures. The new and just as awesome Klingon Tier 6 Kosali, I can't do Klingon, class Star Destroyer, along with the highly upgraded and improved T6 Wow. Garumba. Garumba class Star Destroyer. These are both based on tried and true, successful. I'm a bad at Star Trek. Um, Nuskissian designs. <laughs> I am. I was always a Star Wars girl. Um, as the new season 11 release approaches, the highly successful Taze. Tales of War, Akanian War Chronicles have been replaced with the upcoming Utopian Planetia Report series of behind-the-scenes tales. The Season 11 will be concerned with the war-ravaged worlds as they rebuild and still have to battle the minor universe adversaries who are attempting to invade and con conquer our universe while, f while the factions are at perceived weakened states. Leading to the evasion will be the evil Terran Ambassador Admiral Lita. Hey, Lita's not evil. Uh, the mirror opposition <laughs> of the uh, Davo table hostess Lita from the Star Trek Deep Six or sorry, Deep, Deep Space Nine series. This will be the voice. This will be voiced by Chase Masterson, the original actress from the TV series. A new level 60 battle zone will be introduced in season 11, similar to the Delta Quad Quadrant. Um, Solany Dyson Sphere Battle Zone in Season 10. The new Battle Zone will be located in the Badlands of the Alpha Quadrant. 
take warnings, STO players wishing to access the Star Trek online homepage for news, purchases, and forums. On October 13th, the website will be down for 12 hours to refit and upgrade. The game, however, will not be affected. Uh, Galactic Restoration projects will be instituted on October 8th through October 29th for game-wide player credits and perks. This is to help rebuild the efforts to... Re this is to Wow. This is to help the rebuilding efforts of the galaxy. This is similar to the Delta Rising project. So from October 8th to 15th, completed fleet projects will to unlock the bonus fleet credits. October 15th to 22nd, complete duty officer assignments to unlock expertise and skill bonus credit or skill point bonuses. And October 22nd to 29th, players will shall luxuriate an additional week of all the bonuses they unlock the first two weeks. Thank you, Civil, much, Civil, very much for all the amazing news from Star Trek Online. And with that, let's get back to Cav and find out what's going on with Wildstar. Holy cow! You read a book? Did you know that? I, it's amazing. I literally, I tweeted out to Civil, I'm like, "Hey, what's going on in Star Trek?" And this is what I was sent, and it's awesome because it's one of those games where we want to be active in, but there's so that not many people know what's going on. So yeah, this is amazing. So, uh, Wildstar went free-to-play September 29th. Um, we were originally in it and had enough that we had to co-guild. Uh, and then after the first couple months, there was a lot of um, a lot of people just stopped playing. And, you know, it, it was a sub-game, so it was to be expected. Um, anymore, it's the free-to-play model is pretty open. Um they went with a model that gives bonuses to subscribers instead of taking away. Um, nice. The only thing that you can't do as a free-to-play member is create a guild or invite to a guild, and that oh, was wow. strictly for gold spamming. Um, right, you can join sense. a guild, but you can't create and you can't invite because as soon as they would you know, create a guild, then they would start spamming invites, and that guild name would be something-something-something.com. You know, stuff oh, like wow. that. Wow, so, yeah, not cool. Yeah, the gold spamers get kind of creative with that stuff. Uh, with that said, um, with you know, you know, just like any other game, it was a relaunch. It uh, it didn't go so well. It was <laughs> it was pretty rocky. They ended up spinning up last weekend. Um, Wildstar has mega servers, and that wasn't enough, so they spun up a couple oh, extra wow. extended servers and. The goal of those extended servers is that uh, once everything kind of quiets down a little bit, they will then merge those extended servers back into the mega servers, just basically giving more room on top of all that. Um, yeah, and um, if I remember correctly, it's, there's one PvE, one PvP mega server per region. So there was one for US and one for EU, right? Correct. And one of the cool things is if you're a free-to-play player, you automatically get two character slots. Well, when they when they spun up the extra servers, you can create two characters on you know the server we play on Entity, which is the PVE North American server, and then they have Entity Two or Entity One, one of the one of those. But they have Entity, and then they have Entity Dash Number, and you can create two characters on that server as well. And when they merge back together, that will then give you four characters. So. Oh, if, nice! As, as long as you don't, as long as you don't delete those characters, you mm -hmm. can keep them for however long. Once you delete them, 
they're gone until you purchase through the cash shop uh, a way to unlock them. If oh, at hey, any that's time, a good tip. sorry, if at any time you purchase the game, you automatically get grandfathered in with twelve character unlocks. Oh, so, right. Yep. So, um, other than that, there's. <sighs> I could we could talk for the next twelve hours and I could keep giving you new information on Wildstar with their free to play. Um, what is somebody who's you know looking to jump in, who's heard it's a great game but didn't play it initially because of the subscription, what have you? What what type of information would they need to know, or would you want to let them know? Um, well, the the one thing I will say, and many people can attest to this, and I. If Nevermore had more time, I believe that she would be addicted to the game because I and I almost got her hooked just by telling her the breadth of uh, housing in this game. This game mm-hmm. Yes, there, there. The housing in this game is second to none. It is the okay. best housing. This is when people talk about wanting housing in in any game, World of Warcraft, anything like that. If they had housing like this. It, I mean that. That's it. The housing in this game is an end game for people. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's raiding, there's PvP, housing, there's housing, housing is an end game. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we'd lose Michaela to the housing. We really yeah, would. So I am screen sharing here. I want to show you guys. This is my house. It's pretty dreary. I don't have a whole lot of time to play with it. I actually, uh, one of the things you can do is you can set a roommate in your house. And one of my buddies is actually going to design me a house. And basically I pay for it and he can come in and move all this stuff around. So, so okay. he's an interior designer. Yes, he is. And I will show you guys his house in just a moment, but you can see, if I can move this around here. You can see, I can move him all over the place. Um, and this is a DJ for the free to play that came out. He, oh, nice. uh, and there's music um, that he comes with. Let me, Oh, is that what that item in my bag is that I can't do anything with yet because I haven't gone to the housing? Correct. That's probably your okay. D, your your DJ there. Um, gotcha. So the I have a bunker. One of the things that people did with the housing is it, it's so in depth. And like I said, I'll show you guys here in a minute. But I want to explain this. It's so in depth that people were taking the houses that they could put on their plots and they were building around them. And people just basically said, look, can you get rid of the houses? Make, we don't want a house. We want to build our own. So I have a bunker. And actually, you can't really see it because it's all the way over here. With free-to-play, they doubled the size of the housing plots. But this is my bunker, and this is technically my house. They did that so that people can build on top of it. Okay. Um, gotcha. So, um, but you can – change the roof of the house, the walls of the house, how the entry looks, the door, uh, stuff like that. Uh, one of the other things you can do, you can change how your sky looks. Um, default oh, sky, nice. voyage, fireworks, happy land. You can change mm-hmm. to, I mean, whatever you want your house to look like. And there's Star Destroyer <laughs> or World Destroyer. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so are some automatically unlocked and others you pay for, or are they all something you have to correct. unlock? Yeah, so there's like run? this one that's falling into the sun that is uh, kind of makes me nauseous. But I love it. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I wish they made a still version of it. I would like right. it more. Um, that one is from the cash shop. Fantastic Voyage uh, is, as it's got kind of some Elden themes, which are like these. Um, you know, they're 
like demigods that have kind of come and gone. Um, and so there's that. You can change the music in your house to any of these things. I don't have it cranked up enough, and some of them take a while to get into. So I'm just uh, – you can buy it with Renown, which is social points, straight-up mm. gold. You can purchase some off the, uh, the cash shop. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You can change what your ground looks like. I mean, there, it's it's just amazing the stuff you can do with the housing. So there is... And that starts at, what, level 11? Level 14. Level 13. You unlock 14. your house. It doesn't cost anything, but you can... Um, to unlock your house, it doesn't cost anything. But you can go in here. You can purchase stuff from the housing vendor. Um, gotcha. And you can do... You can... You know, it says here decor owns four thousand. You can go up to five thousand, and what that is is that is decor inside and outside your house. Um, oh, so you can go in and change. Things. Yeah, you can increase your limits. You can you can set special things that are like guests or uh, or guards, stuff like that. Um, let me see. There is one that I want to take you guys to, and I'll show you this. This is my buddy that's going to build my house. Um, this is just an example. Okay, there we go. This is just an example of what you can do with the housing. Um, oh, this is all hand-built. Every wall you see is hand-placed. This is oh, wow. This is him right here, Kelzam. Um, he's a little Oren, but as you can see, like these people here are the specials I was talking about. The guests, they sit there and they talk to each other. And, um, but he, I mean, he hand places every single one of these. Um, and that's why I said the housing in this game is the end game. Very, very intensive. Yeah. So, I mean, like all these people are placed, um, you can go over Probably here. Someone in jail or. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a secure area here. Gotcha. Oh. Oh, open oh. up. <laughs> there we go. Oh. One of the issues right now that is a bug is that I am in edit mode and I can't I can do this, I can move his stuff, but it won't ever save. But right. I right I right click to look around, so that's part of the issue. But gotcha. so I mean this is like I said, all hand placed. This is all done. This is this is the end game. This is what people do. They go out and do daily quests for decor items and money and just, I mean, yep. all kinds of stuff. So generally, uh, do you get the decor items through questing or purchase and purchasing both? You get them anywhere. Any any they come as world drops. They there's some of them that only drop in what are called expeditions, which are like World of Warcrafts. Um, Oh, what are they like? The three per the three person the scenarios. Scenarios. Yeah, the scenarios. Um, you can get them from raid instances. You you get them anywhere. Uh, there are some that are specific to just single zones, and there's some that that kind of um, that just drop all over the place. Most um, there is a profession in the game called an architect, and they can make decor items. So, oh, great. Yeah. So um, I'll show you one more here, real quick. This is a, an add-on I'm using called Housing Tour, and it allows me to hop from place to place. And uh, Katia is one of the better ones. She's created racetracks on her housing plots. Uh, oh, I used the wrong one. Uh, she's done 
the one we're going to here, maybe it helps if I don't keep doing the same one, store keep. Um, the one we're going to go to is her store. And as you can see, the housing plot was moved up uh, or right. it was enlarged, and that's why hers isn't. She just hasn't changed this yet. Gotcha. Um, so what the house is is basically the size of the plot the way it used to be. Correct. This is that. That was the size of the plot that used to be, and they have made it much larger. So she, like I said, she hasn't changed it yet. Uh, the whole goal of this, she just uh, runs around, collects the core items. You can come in here when she's online, um, and she will sell you the core items. You walk up and you go, "Hey, there's a cannon over here. This cannon looks really cool. How much do you want for one of those?" And she'll give you a price, or she'll barter with you, or trade with you for other decor items, stuff like that. Um, oh, player made in-game. Yeah, it's a player made uh, in-game shop. That's amazing. So, um, and this is this is just one of them that you do. There's uh, there's raiding in the game. Um, there's PvP in the game. The PvP is a little lackluster right now. It needs to be tuned more. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear the music or not. That's coming off of that this, but mm. no, it, it's it's a uh, protostar music, which are like the greedy corporate guys in the game. But it, it's just, it sounds like elevator music right now. So, uh, what's uh, the max level for Wildstar right now? The max level is 50. And uh, it takes... They, they've streamlined it. Uh, when the game came out before, it was... Um, it took me 80 hours to get to level 50. Mm -hmm. And um, that was after I had played through the beta and I knew what I was doing. It still took me 80 hours. Um... From there, it's kind of just kind of uh, they streamlined all the the stuff uh, for free to play. They added things that allow you to teleport different places. Uh, they yeah, which helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does help. Um, the cash shop, uh, you know, your cash shop is just your typical cash shop. Um, there are everything you can purchase in the cash shop is. Um, most of it is cosmetic. It's mounts. Um, it's uh, it's outfits, stuff like that. The so nothing that's going to change it, change the power level. Power level, yeah. But stuff that's going to make it more interesting and more unique. Correct. The only weapons like. you can, the only the only weapons you can purchase are are cosmetic. They're strictly level one white weapons. And they're for you to put in your hollow wardrobe, which right. this is your hollow wardrobe. This here is um, what which you, took me a while to figure out. That thing, yes. that thing is the UI depth on this game is amazing and a little confusing. Yes, and that's wow. one of the things that we're working with on the new website. I've got a ton of people that have come out of the woodwork looking to create guides and stuff. This is one of them. I was just talking to somebody the other day about going over the hollow wardrobe. Um, you can have costumes. You can unlock. You can get six when you hit level fifty. You can unlock more, but you can kind of see my guy on the right there. Different costumes. And you can see all the different uh, the different items over here. So the only thing you can't recolor right now is the weapons, and I believe right. they're working on that. Um, That'd be cool. But once you 
Um, let me do this. Instead. I have that eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you get an item, any item you pick up in the game, if you unlock it in your hollow wardrobe, it soul binds it to you. But once you do this, once you unlock it, which unlocking it costs a little bit of money, this one's 67 right. silver. Uh, it is in there for all of your characters to use. Level one, you can create a cool costume. The only right. problem is, is your alts, the, the dies are not account bound costumes okay. are. So, yeah, I noticed that. That seems odd. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm not quite sure why that is because the, the dies at this point are not rare enough. I mean, they're, you know, they're a dime a dozen. So, yeah. Um, but you can, you know, these are all die channels. Uh, you know, each one of these little boxes are, is a different die channel that I can change. And these, right. I have maybe two thirds to three quarters of the dies in the game. And I mean, there's a oh, ton wow, of Oh, wow, that's extensive. Yep. Yeah, and it's crazy. That's like paint chips at Home Depot extensive. Yeah. Yes. Well, this, is, this is what my character looks like in the game right now without a costume. Um, God, those are amazing weapons. Oh, like is it yep. like flames? Oh, those, those are so like. Oh, wow! Yep. I like, play a stalker, and I am basically a I'm a cyber Wolverine, if you will. It's it's very Logan. Yeah. yeah, he looks like uh, Proximo does from our D and D campaign last night. So this is oh, one of them. One of the uh, the dies they released with the cash shop is a chrome, and then they've got a lava. <sighs> And I'll show you this. And it doesn't cost me anything to go through and just switch these out. Oh this is gosh. a beautiful one, Northern Lights. Yep. So it definitely looks like if you're a player who's into the customization, you have an eye for art, this is kind of where you want to be focused on. Yeah. Just well, looking at, looking like, at that, it's gorgeous. Like I mentioned, my, my buddy Kelzam that I just showed you guys his house, the real technological-looking one, um, he just updated that, and he... There's, I mean, there's, there's add-ons. Uh, the, the shopkeep, Katia's shopkeep, she creates add-ons for housing. One of them she has is it allows her, if you're in a raid group with her, you can race around on her racetrack and you can just, you can keep track of your times. And so there's gambling and there's stuff like that that people do in the game with in-game money. Um, so very player focused. It's very player focused, and that's one of the things that. I am really big in with the website that, that I run is getting that information out there. I give them all kinds of stuff. I give them box copies to give away for winners and stuff like that. So um, this is my favorite by far. This is the one that I kind of created. This is my, he's my cyber knight looking guy. Like, yeah. It's very samurai. Yeah. Look, so like a but, shadow run samurai. Yeah. He, he needs a sword, but other than that, he, uh, um, instead of his claws, but I mean the claws are are pretty extensive too. Claws are good. So I mean the the claws in the game are pretty unique, um, and it's I mean there's you know there there's not a whole lot of interest with AIE in this game, but I think mm -hmm. I'm hoping with free to play that more people come to it and at least give it a try because it doesn't cost anything to try. The only thing I mean you can. Um, you can join a guild. You just can't 
invite people to guild. So if right. you never want to pay a cent for this game, you can play all the questing, you can do all the dungeon content, you can do all the housing, you can do all the costume stuff I just showed off. I mean, you can do everything in the game without paying a cent for it. Now, if you want to get more into the costumes and the housing and stuff, then you know you can pay money to do that, but it's not required for you to have a good time to do it. How much does the subscription run? Fifteen bucks a month, and okay. um, there is uh, on the website on my website there is a free to play guide that I wrote for this that pretty much goes over everything if you haven't played for a while, and it tells you the differences in the subscription versus non-subscription stuff like that. And pretty much, as a subscriber, I gain an extra twenty-five percent uh, experience. Okay. Um, you know, and I. Uh, I gain extra renown and stuff like that. They've got prestige, renown. Uh, renown is your social points. If you do anything in a group, if you run a dungeon, anything like that, you can use that. Right. Um, one of the things is when you get to max level, you will get uh, what are called elder gems. Uh, and that's basically... It's like when you're running Paragon levels in Diablo 3. Once you hit max level, you can keep leveling and you'll gain Paragon points. Every time you fill a bar, you gain a Paragon gem, yeah. which it gets extensive. But you know, it's one of those things that you learn just by playing the game, or you can mm -hmm. find uh, you know somebody looking from the outside in. It can get kind of confusing. Yeah. Now, are you using the stock UI here? I'm not. This is a UI called Forge UI. Um, yes. Okay. And this it's is a lot this cleaner. Is, it is a lot cleaner. Um, and my bags here are is an atom uh, an add-on called Corona bags. Right. And um, this actually, I can. Um, you were talking about Arc inventory earlier. I can yep. kind of I can do kind of a, the same thing as this. Um, I can create extra virtual bags here. And Just to Yep, I can move them all over the place, and I can set it so that specific things go in there. You know, runes go in this bag, costumes go in this bag, so on and so forth. Yeah. And as you can see, you can change the name of the bag. They appear down here. I mean, there's Brilliant. all kinds of stuff you can do. The add-ons in this game are pretty extensive because when you download the game, you get what's called Houston, and it is yep. actually an add-on creation tool that Carbine released with the game so that you can learn how to do it. It's kind of um, like Curse, but it also allows you to create uh, create add-ons as well as manage them, right? Uh, well, Houston is actually, it's, it just allows you to create them. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, and there is, um, but Curse is the biggest place to get add-ons for this game. So okay, if you just use like the, WoW. Lots of games, yeah. Yeah, yep, like most games, Curse is, is the one you use. Um, um, but yeah, Houston just it gives you all the stuff you need in the game. You know, I don't know much about add-ons. I'm not a, a developer or anything like that. It's just kind of one of those. Um, Houston allows it would allow me to do it easier, and it would allow yes. me to learn how to do it. Um, one of the things that uh, Katya, the woman that had the store, um, she's looking at doing on the website is going over how to use Houston and how to create add-ons through it. So that's something we're looking at doing as well. So, um, nice. so let me talk real quick about Endgame. Um, when you get to level 50, 
it, you know, like most games anymore, that is the end game. That is where a lot of stuff starts. Um, so you've got right here is uh, is Spaceport Horizon. Uh, it's in the middle of Thade, which is the exile capital. Um, you know, you've got PvP vendors. You've got your daily. Uh, here's your Elder Gem vendor that you can buy a big Ferris wheel that you can put on your housing plot. Uh, you can buy mounts. You can buy stuff um, for your mounts, which are uh, called flare. Um, you know, here is a contracts board. The contracts board, as you can see over here, oh, I have a contract to turn in. Uh, the contracts board allows you to get things like um, these items here. Um, this once I fill up the board so far, I can, I can choose a reward every time I get to a certain point. And it's basically lined up so that if you do five of these contracts at their different levels every day, you know, after five days, you'll get up to this point and you'll unlock gotcha. this stuff. And this is this up here, the top one uh, reward five is raid level stuff. I mean, it, it is, it is a way for players that can't raid to get raid level gear. Gotcha. So it's, it's kind of like the, uh, shipyard currently in wow where you can once i think it's once a week an iron treasure chest shows up and it'll have whatever level raid you're at gear for that so correct and well and the, this is something that even a level a fresh level 50 can go out and do these um you nice. know today my level my level five one that awards the most points was go kill a world boss the game, the world bosses in this game, you go around with, you know, all these different people and they'll just carry you to do it. Um, you know, cool. this one is collect 50, 50 things from a certain type of creature in this zone. Um, same thing oh. with this one. Um, like your level one, this one here, it's got the, it, this contract can be repeated. I can do this for 50 points as many times as I want. So I can, oh, nice. You know, I could I could get up to this reward five if I had enough time, you know, yeah. in a day, you know, but it's not really feasible for most people. Seems um, like it's an exceptionally player friendly environment. It where is. Where they they want basically however you want to play, here's how you can do it, which is exciting. Um, yeah, and it, it is the the part of the reason that the game didn't do so well when it first came out is it was tailored for that hardcore player element. You know, the people that are uh, heroic raiders in, in World of Warcraft were supposed to love this game, and they didn't. They went, okay, look, you're you're forcing us to play this way instead of, you know, the, the games, games that came out don't play this way anymore. So, you know, now they made it a lot more casual friendly. Um, you can still get in there and raid and do really good stuff. Um, you know, hard stuff. Raids are, are no joke. Raids are still very hard in this game. Um, you know, the dungeons in this game are, are not a pushover. It's, it's hard to do. Um, dungeons take, that's one of the things they did with free to play is they tried to make dungeons last about 45 minutes. They were lasting an hour and a half before. You know, right, so, so they needed to nerf them a little bit. Yeah, and they didn't make them easier in the sense, in that sense, they, they took out what they call base population. They took out mobs uh, here and they there. They took out the trash and stuff. And they, Yeah, they took out a lot more of that stuff. Um, and, I mean, there's um, one last thing I want to go over. This is your action set builder. Uh, oh, be yes. Because your character is always moving, and I'll show you here. 
you can see the telegraphs on the ground here. That yep. you basically want your bad guy to be in that, and when he is fighting you, it'll be red, and you stay out of the red. Um, and as you can see, the animations of this game are just they're beautiful. Yeah. And uh, that's what I was having trouble with with the uh, when the launch was happening. The lag was so bad you couldn't even see the the telegraphs until they were done. Correct. And they're, they're, um, one of the things they had tied that to is when currency drops or uh, yeah. you know, th this game, there is no picking up loot from a body. You hit a button, which is the default is R. You hit R and it vacuums all the loot and all the currency and everything to you. Um, and so the, you never have to go over and click on a body or something like that after you've killed it. Um, you can, you know, I can be from here all the way to the guy over here that's yellow. And, you know, if I hit R the whole way, I can keep running and it will vacuum to me. Um, yeah. So one of the things, though, is they limit you to eight abilities on your bar at any one time because the there's not a whole lot of white damage in this game. The, the auto attack damage, they had to put it in there to kind of keep the game a little even and make it a little bit easier on the AI to defeat you. Um, but the telegraphs in the game uh, were they—they they are difficult enough that they decided that okay, you only need eight abilities to use at any one time. Now yeah. I say that, but you know you've got a gadget down here, which is uh, like a trinket from World of Warcraft. You've got uh, your meta shot, which is a potion, um, you know stuff like that. You have a class ability, mine, mine is to go stealth like a rogue. Um, which is that the R key by default? Correct. Yeah, the yeah. maybe the vacuum loot is a different one. It's um, a V. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but, yeah. but this is uh this is my default there. Um, but one of the things you do is you'll get all these unlocked, and this is another thing they changed with free to play. You used to have to wait till like level thirty to get your level eight or your uh your eighth slot unlocked. Um, yeah, I think now it's unlocked now. a lot sooner. So um, that was one of the things that they got a lot of feedback because they said, look, there's people that are level 15 and they only have three or four abilities right now, you know? So they went, okay, well, we'll change. This gets boring. Yeah, yeah it does. It, you know, the, and the, this game, it's uh, the game because everything is so action oriented, there isn't a whole lot that you can play with. I mean, the, the rotations can get complicated. Um, you know, mine, one of my, one of the rotation, one of my, excuse me, <laughs> One of the things I have to do in this in my rotation is I have to switch between stances. And if you you can watch down here, I've got it set to my middle mouse button. Well, when I do that, it gives me back suit power, energy, and um, so that's something I've got to throw in there while I'm doing this and this and this. And so yeah. it it, just, it uh, it's complicated. So they made it so you can only do so much. Um, so you've got all these that you can do. Um, you can only have eight at a time. And you can't have different action sets. Um, right, yeah, so you can do rating versus out in the world stuff versus whatever. Correct, and you know, it, or uh, every every class in this game has a DPS spec and a, a support spec, uh, healing yeah. or tanking, um, and you can tier them up here. And as you get to like tier four, um, it changes kind of how it works. Tier eight kind of changes how it works. Basically, every point in between gives it strength uh, to what it does. Uh, and then you've got your amps. Your amps are basically talent points, um, like this one here. Follow up when switching stances, gain three suit power every one second for six seconds. You know, blah blah blah. Right. 
stuff like that. So this is a that looks song. like uh, they borrowed it out of Secret World, <laughs> but Probably. I like it. <laughs> Probably, um, but this is like your salt tree, your support tree. One of the things with this is there is basically they redid all the stats in the game, so it's either you have a you have assault or you have support, and then you have secondary stats that go with those. Um, so, like I have, um, you know, my assault power, I have support power, you know, my assault power, my assault tree here. All these are based off of assault power. If I want to use these, I need to have good assault assault power my support power i'm a stalker i'm a tank i'm a rogue tank i know there's a lot of people that are interested in those um all these are based off support power so if i have a lot of assault power and i'm using these they're not going to hit for garbage because that's just how they work your utility ones are pounce uh false retreat which is like a vanish um there's a collapse it pulls everything in towards me things like that and Lifty has grabbed me. Um, this is the, these are Lifties. This one here, and there's another one over there. And they <laughs> don't care where you're standing; they will grab you, and you are just along for the ride. So there, I mean, like I said, there's just so much. I could talk for hours and hours. And if you have questions, go to the forums. Um, my, um, let me turn this off here. Um, you know, my, my Twitter handle is, is at Samurai Cav. You can feel free to ask me anytime, any questions. I am, this is, I'm very passionate about this game. I've been writing and working with Carbine, the developers for two and a half years on this game. And it's only, it's only been out for, it's only officially been out for a, a year and a month or two now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, even during the closed beta, the, the, I mean, I just, I talk to the developers on a daily basis. It's, they're fantastic people. They're some of the nicest people that you'll ever find. Um, uh, with that, uh, Micah Whipple, who is, I believe is Bashiok, World of Warcraft's no, Bashiok. It, it wasn't Bashiok. It was, um, God, I know his name. Was it Bashiok? I think it was Bashiok. Who is the tree? Yeah, no, that was Pashak. I thought it was another one that went over to Wildstar. I thought there was There's been a couple of recently. them. Um, yeah, former community manager. Yep, Bashiak. Bashiak is now the lead content guy for uh, Carbine. Or, well, oh, Instant Crit-ho, Solid. that's who left as well. Yeah, okay, Correct. got yeah, it. The pug guy. Yeah, there yep. was actually, we're, we're actually, uh, some of us that are that talk to the devs have been bugging them. We're like, Look, is is Kriho coming to Carbine? Yeah. Because Micah came to Carbine. So Bashiak, or yeah. his real name is Micah Whipple, um, he now is the one that that when there's information going out about that goes on the website or how the website looks, anything like that, he is the head guy in charge now for Carbine. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of people. Uh, um, there's a there's a lot of people that left Carbine um, or were laid off after the game didn't do so well on its initial launch and NCSoft took it over um, kind of in the community aspect of it. Uh, all the CMs and all the, the people that talked to the community for the most part um, worked for NCSoft. Um, now on the flip side of that, this is one of the things that if you know their Twitter, their Twitter handle, um, like Pappy Moore, who does all the lore in the game. Um, if you tweet at him, he will respond to you. 
I mean, it's this is this is one of the most open uh, development teams I've ever had to I've ever talked to or I've ever seen. You know, one of the things that you know, re- regrettably, Blizzard gets a lot of flack for is they don't tell anybody anything, and Carbine is kind of the opposite. They um, they sometimes get in trouble for talking too much. Yeah. So. But all right, I'm done talking. I've said my piece. Uh, is there any questions you guys have? Otherwise, we'll just keep going and going and going. Oh, um, and then do you want to go over real quick how to join the guild? I know okay. it's pretty standard stuff for us, but um, for people that haven't done it before, there is. I I've been very busy. And I apologize for that. There is the wiki that you can find. Um, if you go to our website, there's now a Wildstar page. It's very basic at the moment until I get a chance to update it. Um, because if anybody doesn't know, I'm also the guy that runs the guild website um, in the sense that I make it look the way it does and stuff like that. Uh, I will get more info on there, but there is in the description area, there is a wiki and there's the link to the forums. If you go to the wiki, it will tell you how to get into the, the AIE looking for officer chat and I will get you in the guild. There's uh, some other people that will get you in the guild. We currently have 47 people in the guild that um, have come since free to play uh, after free to play. Um, um, after free to play launched, some people came back. Um, at this point, I think a lot of people uh, like Tetsemi are kind of waiting on lag issues and stuff like that to die down, and then they'll start playing more. Um, at least I'm hoping. You guys got to come play this game. You have no idea how oh, good yeah, this no, game is. It's fine. <laughs> my, my daughter created uh, not the Chua. What's the XL? The core one of the Chua. The bunny girls. Yes, the, exactly. The bunny people. Yeah, um, and she created one. She's like, well, I like this, but I like the Chua model better because the Chua model looks like one of her um, stuffed animals that she has grow from growing up. So she's like, I may just make a uh, my own account and get a Chua just to you know play around with the character editor yeah. because, good Lord, the character editor is ridiculous. Yeah, a good well, the, the Chua are little crazy scientist rats, pretty much. Yep. The Orin are your little uh, – they love – all the nature and stuff like that. Um, one of the things I, I want to mention real quick is the game has hoverboards. Um, as you can see on my screen here, I've got um, I've got the hoverboards. This is one that came from a box. It's the Glitter Kitty. And <laughs> yes, I've seen that one. Yep, That's and that awesome. is the reason I use it is because it's a box promotion. It goes it goes slightly faster than other normal uh, other ones. Um, so I use it and then I put like other, you know, flare on it that I like to kind of make it look cooler. And this flare makes it look a little wider and, and whatnot. But, um, I mean, there's all these different hoverboards you can play with. Uh, there's these different mounts. Um, there's a chew ball So it's basically a hamster ball. Um, and I mean, there's, you know, raptor-like mounts. There's war pigs you can ride, stuff like that. Um, this one, the data drifter here, is uh, really cool, but it's something that you can uh, you only get from completing a raid boss. So, um, gotcha. I mean, there's just there's a there's all that. There's pets, and why isn't it loading? Oh, there we go. There's pets. There's all kinds of pets. All there's tons and tons of pets. 
Um, you know, you've got little lop people that are people yep. say they're cute, but I think they've got dead little eyes. <laughs> they're coming for you in your sleep. Anyway. Um, oh, um, one thing you were talking about, Hollow's End is coming. Um, one of the things that we have coming for, let's see here, there we go. Um, one of the things coming in Wildstar, um, they have bonus events that they're going to be implementing uh, October 15th through the 18th, Power, Prestige, and PvP. Basically, you go PvP, you're going to get double the points, stuff like that. XP right. Explosion, November 27th through the 29th. Um, just more XP, so it's a good time to come in and level um, if you want to take a break from Sortor uh, in their bonus XP they're always doing. Um, Shades Eve, I got on and beta tested Shades Eve, and it is absolutely amazing. It is, uh, it's very in-depth, and it is very dark. It is not your cutesy Halloween. It's, it's dark. It's about a plague and a girl that's immune to it, and all kinds of different stuff. Um, the Protostars Gala Winterfest, this is Christmas. It's basically, um, you know, it's basically the Protostar guys are, Protostar guys are basically one guy that cloned himself and he, all of his clones work for him. And okay. um, so they took the Gala, uh, the Gala Winterfest extravaganza. Um, it's a, it's, a joke against consumerism for Christmas. Right. So uh, you'll see that. Gee, kind um, of like a Matthew Evil album that we know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, but in, you know, like right here, buy things, help protostar sell things, and don't let the war on Winterfest undermine what really matters, and that's money. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, they've got the Hoverboard Z Pre Invitational coming up October 21st through the 25th. This is basically in different zones. They set up racetracks for your hoverboards, and it comes out October 21st to coincide with um, a nice little um, hoverboard movie that some people might know. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, and if you can see here, you have a chance to win a DeLorean hoverboard. Oh, nice. So, um, and it's, you basically, it's, they're just time trials um, for the hoverboard races. And after you get so many points or something like that, I'm not sure off the top of my head yet, because uh, I didn't have a chance to hop in and beta test this, but you can win um, hoverboards, titles, costumes, um, and uh, there's a, the costume that you can win from this will make you look like Marty McFly. Oh, very cool. With so, the sneakers and everything. Yep. So that, um, i trying to think, is there anything else you can think of that I haven't missed? Because I know you've played this a bit. Yeah, no. I mean, we like you said, we could sit down and go for four hours on crafting and the uh, – for those that don't know, it's not just pick a race, pick a class, pick a spec – they also add things like, are you a scientist, or do you prefer exploring, or do you prefer um, being a, um, I don't want to say a villager, that's not it. But basically what it does is it, a settler, it adds another layer of content onto what there. So you could be in, in a zone, and the scientists can rebuild items or fix items that are in the zone, and that will give everyone 
uh, a buff that uses that machine. Or if you're an explorer, you can get to places that are inaccessible by everyone else because you find the hidden paths to get up and unlock stuff and collect them. And there's zone achievements and stuff based on what your, not even a profession, it's a, what do you call it? Or what do they reference it as? Like job or trade skill. Yeah, but but it's above and beyond that because you can still do trade skills as well. This is it's the the. Sorry, you're talking about the paths. Yes. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked when you were talking. I apologize. Um, Okay. No, the paths are basically. there was a study done based on the type of people, you know, the people in an MMO that right. MVP, the four types. community bit. Yeah, that. Um, and paths are based off of that. So if you're okay. a scientist, scientists um, like myself, we're all about the lore. So I can go my little scan bot here. You can see him. Um, he's a little cute little scan bot and I can, I can kind of change what he does, and uh, I can have a Mark One, a Mark Two. I can have all kinds of stuff, and they they have ROMs that change. You know, this one goes faster, but it doesn't repair as much, and stuff like that. Right. Um, so the the scan bot, I can have him as I'm killing something. I can have him scanning it, and that will give me more information. Um, there is a codex in the game, so your Galactic Archive. There's anything from. Uh, a Dagon, which is like a dog. And there's, I mean, there's just so much information on these. And that's one of the things that I can't stress enough that the game is so good is that, you know, there's a codex. Star Wars has a codex. Sure. Star Wars been around for how long though? And Pappy and his, his lore team, this game has been from 2005. They have created lore for this game. And, you know, so 10 years now, it's completely original. It does not have, I mean, it's not based off of anything. Uh, everything in the game is completely original. Um, but so the, the, sorry, the, the, the settler will go around and build buff stations. This is one of the stations right here. I can't click on it, um, but they can build buff stations to increase right. your crit or make you run faster, or they can, um, you know, they have little stuff that they can pop up here and there. Um, and they're basically the builders. Um, they can pop up buildings here and there that give out quests. Um, and the scientists are all about the lore. The you know explorers are all about the explorers. They can get to different places that the other paths can't get to. Uh, right. And then there's the the soldier who you go on assassination missions. You go out there and you're um, you do what are called holdouts where you activate it and then you just take on wave after wave after wave. It's uh, kind of like World of Warcraft's um, training um, that you can do. Um, this is something here that settlers can create. This allows me to teleport to different parts of the capital city here. Um, so uh, they somebody did uh, find something in the game notes or the achievements that um, they really that Carbine hasn't really responded to, but there's apparently a way to obtain different path tokens. And whatever okay. thing is that you can be all the paths because right now you can only be you can only be one that you choose. And so they're hoping that it goes a little bit uh, beyond that. So. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, I it, think that's, that's yeah. I mean, there's there's so much we could we could <laughs> spend hours on so it. So much, but. yeah. Um, but like I said, go to the forums, 
um, any questions you have, um, there, um, my, my website that I run with other content creators, um, is just, it's wildstar-core.com. And, and you have uh, the Twitter account for that as well, right? Correct. I have the Twitter account for yep. that. Yep. Um, okay. and yeah, I, we've been around for a long time. This, this game is, is pretty much what I do. If I'm not, uh, if I'm not at work or spending time with my family, this is, this is it. This is, yep. you know, um, so I can answer any question or I know who can. So. And I think the the big thing we want to emphasize is the the free to play aspect of it. Free to play, two character slots to start. They don't take anything away from you as a free to play player, other than you can't start a guild, you can't invite people to a guild, but you have full access to the game. There's no restrictions or anything. Correct. And there there is one thing that you can do with uh, free to play. Um, in the store here, there is what are called cosmic rewards and you gain cosmic points by basically um, if you spend any money whatsoever, you can purchase end coin. Um, another thing I should have said, this is very important. The game has what are called Omni bits. And as you play, anytime you do anything that could earn you XP or you kill something, whatever, there's a chance for it to drop an Omni bit. Omni bits can be used. There's only one thing in the store that Omni bits cannot be used to purchase and that is fortune coins, and that is just a right. gambling system in the game. Anything that you see, you can purchase with Omnibits. Any unlocks here? So character slots, there are 115 Omnibits. I can go farm 115 Omnibits in an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, there there is anything that you purchase in the game or that you can purchase with money in the game other than fortune coins, which is a whole gambling issue or issue. Well, could be an issue <laughs> that you are not required. There's nothing you're missing from it other than some mounts, but there's tons of other mounts. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, anything in the cash shop that you can unlock with Endcoin, which is purchased with real money. You can also unlock with Omnibits, which is just gained from playing the game. So, Very cool. Um, but sorry, the one thing I wanted to mention, the cosmic points, as you buy stuff, you will gain cosmic points. I'm a level six. I've been doing this for a long time. Um, basically, if you subscribe to the game, every time your credit card is charged, you don't get you don't get a monthly stipend like you do in uh, Swotor. But every time your credit card is charged, every time you buy Endcoin, you will gain points. As you gain points, um, you'll go up in tiers. But the first one here. Full social access. So after 1,600 points that you gain, that I believe is like $20 or something like that, you will then get full social access, which allows you to create guilds, invite to guilds, and right. then from that point, you can play free-to-play and not be restricted on anything in the game. Um, yeah. So... Um, and like I mentioned, the fortune coins is is something that you can only purchase with Endcoin, but that's kind of one of those things that what it does is it allows you to gamble. Um, I don't have it pulled up here, and I know we're running short on time. Otherwise, I'd show it to You're you fine. guys. Um, but the, it allows you to gamble for um, for mounts and costumes and dyes. And this guy right here, you can see him kind of floating around here on the spider mount. Yeah. That's one of them you can only get from that gambling. So gotcha. if you want something like that, you're going to have to gamble for it. But the problem is is that 
I'm going to have to pay money for it too. Even as a subscriber, I have to pay money yeah. to gamble. It's not something I'm getting as a benefit of a subscriber that you are not. So, yeah. and also, I think the other thing we didn't mention is you get um, every day you log in, you get a bonus item or a you know something it could be simple as crafting materials or something else. And then at the end of like I think ten days, then there's another. If you log in ten times, then there's a bonus and things like that. So there's yep. always reasons just to log in and take a look at stuff. Yep. So there and there's this here, um, and it's the daily yeah. login bonus. I'm on day 11. There's people that are already up to day 15. I haven't logged in every day. Shame on me, I know. Right. But so every day you get something. This is a survival kit. Uh, this one is service tokens, something like uh, the teleporting around or, you know, yep. um, basically what they call hard, you know, um, it's um, – it's recalling to a transmat. It's it's hearthing to your home location that you can right. change wherever. Um, if I use this and I need to get back sooner, I can use service tokens. Service tokens are purchasable with Endcoin, or um, um, they can be dropped in the you know from anything in the world. I mean, they're world drops. You can you can pretty much get them um, anywhere. But so if I log in on day one and don't log in on day two and log in on day three. I will then get day two. So day it's two reward. Yeah, yeah, it's not consecutive. It's or it's consecutive. It just goes in order. But, so you could skip a couple of days, log in, you'd get the next one. Correct. Yeah, you're not going to lose out. Um, so like this one here is a is a pet. Um, this one is bot face. This is uh, a really cool uh, helmet that you can get. Right. Um, you know, and there's there's elder gem vouchers. Um, there's renown. Here's a decor item that you get. Uh, here's a, a housing sky item that you can get. I mean, the, the login bonuses are just, just icing on the cake. Amazing. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're oh. just icing on the cake. Um, let me see if I can find her. Uh, Madame phase. Oh, here we go. Okay. So this is Madame phase fortune. With the fortune coins, yeah. Yeah, with the fortune coins. And you basically get this. I don't have any fortune coins because I've spent too much money on the fortune coins. I cut <laughs> myself off because I was trying to get that stupid spider mount. Um, gotcha. Jedi already has one. He got it after using like three fortune coins. I am very upset. Well, of course he did. I, I used like 50 fortune coins and didn't get one. And uh, yeah, so um, one of the <laughs> other things I'd like to mention um, – the items that you get um, from the housing or from the the per um, the cash shop, sorry, um, they all go into what is called your account inventory. Um, and this is something I was just talking to Max about right here. The login, the login reward that I got, the pet, the Dagon. Um, right. You can see here it's got little three little people. That means I can claim it on as many people as I want. That's an account bound item. I can also get like this common die bag. Uh, it's only got one little person. I can only bind this to one character, but I can right. let it sit in my account inventory until I decide what character I want to bind. Which character it to. you want to use it on? Yeah. yeah. So cool. and but like if I open this die bag, I can bind it to this character and open it. It's most likely the the die in it is not a, is not bind on pickup. Most likely it'll be bind on. Right. So poe. Yep. yep. So uh, everything in the cash shop that you can get, uh, mounts and stuff like that, are um, all the these uh, costume sets. These are all BOE. You can gift these to your friends. You can, I mean, you can do all that. So 
Um, yeah, see, I'm, I keep finding little quirky things to talk about, but... <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, you know, they got to get in and explore it themselves. So yeah, yeah, they do. And as you can tell, I'm passionate, borderline obsessive about this game. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Cav for joining us. Uh, amazing show. Um, like I said, if you guys have questions, Samurai Cav on Twitter, Wildstar Dash wildstar-core.com or also at wildstar-core on Twitter. Um, any other places you want to point them besides the forums? Um, just the, the, I would say my website is wildstar-core.com. Um, yep. you know, there is, there's links to um, all kinds of stuff. We're going to have all kinds of, uh, we're working on more guides to go out. Um, you know, one of the big things that we get a lot of hits on right now is when you hit level 50, we have a guide saying, do this, 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 and this. So, uh, you know, stuff like that. And we are working on the, you know, leveling guides and stuff like that. So just take a look at the, you know, the forums, the website, and um, you can get to all this inform- uh, information um, for the AIE side of things from the actual uh, web page on the, the guild site. Cool. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. You want to try the outro, MK? Let's see if we can have a robot. <laughs> no, you're roboting. Do you want me to take it? Would you mind? I think I'm going to pause okay. myself so you know we don't have a part of the show. Beep beep beep. Okay. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. McCullough is at Cyberwave. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news. In two weeks, we'll be talking to Arv and possibly others from SWOTOR in anticipation of the Knights of the Fallen Empire expansion. So until then, AIE. This has been Robot McCullough. <laughs> this has been Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Alchemical Company rebrands to spice up its product line. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Although spring is usually thought of as the season of renewal, sometimes the pleasant days and crisp nights of autumn can also inspire change for the better. Such are the hopes of Kalimdor Concoctions, a small Orgrimmar-based alchemy dealer looking to expand its business. Taking a cue from the harvest season, the company announced today that it is renaming itself Pumpkin Potions and launched an advertising campaign with the slogan, 
Time to make the potions. Instead of the foul tastes and smells usually associated with potions and flasks, they will specialize in flavored fluids, such as pepperminty treasure-finding potions, cinnamon apple fruit-of-knowledge intel flasks, and coconut-flavored sometimes-you-heal-like-a-nut super-healing potions. But its main product line will feature its namesake fruit in such items as pumpkin-spiced mana potions, ready-made pumpkin bread mix for mages, just add conjured water, and massive pumpkin pie feasts that can serve all of your flex raid needs. It remains to be seen if adventurers will be willing to pay extra for what many would call frou-frou drinks, but the company is hopeful that its new product line will help it squash the competition. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.